This year, more than 300,000 students will enroll in academic programs at UNISA. That's right, this year. More than, more than 300,000 students will enroll in academic programs at UNISA. At six times the size of our next biggest university in this country, it ranks as one of the largest open learning distance institutions in the world. Of these 300,000 students, just 9% will graduate. This is broken. Our other public and private distance learning providers are not faring much better. And poor completion rates are by no means unique to South Africa, with plenty of examples throughout the developed world. Why is this promise of distance learning so tragically unrealized? Students say that the experience is lonely, that they receive little support. Far too often, they wait for months to receive their, their textbooks and then further months to receive feedback on their assignments. And throughout this whole arduous process, they struggle to communicate with their teachers. Perhaps the problem is that distance learning is simply too distant. The institution's leadership say they're doing everything they can to solve these problems, but that is going to take time. How much time, and can our youth afford to wait? Because distance learning is our best hope of providing a mass university education to this generation, our greatest chance of alleviating capacity constraints and expanding access to education. We cannot afford for this system to be broken. I don't have answers to all the issues that plague education today, but I do have one idea that I would like to share. We have found that when students receive support from someone who is proactive, enthusiastic, disciplined, and consistently available, that course completion rates rise dramatically to an excess of 90%. And while our expert teachers play a vital role in this learning process, the support I'm talking of comes from our dedicated administrators who work side by side with our teachers and who are always in touch with our students, interacting with them up to seven times a week via email, text message, and often via telephone. To facilitate the development of a strong, supportive relationship, each student only ever deals with one administrator. But it's not all roses. These administrators are strict on course deadlines. They come down hard on disruptive students who seek to criticize others without constructive intent, and they monitor all class interactions to create a safe environment for people to share their ideas and questions, however brilliant or foolish they might seem. The technologies, email, text message, and telephone, are truly unimportant. The real distance we're crossing here, the real barrier, is the one that exists between students and teachers. So what we know is this. When students come into an intimate, non-threatening area of learning, things happen. Let's listen to one of our students. Now, I wish all our feedback was this glowing. Unfortunately, too much of it comes back saying, I have never been nagged that hard since my mother had me at, at high school. But think about it. Who's there to give you constant reminders? Who's there to motivate you when you don't feel like studying? Who is always there to talk to? That's a relationship that is far deeper than the traditional formality between student and teachers. Okay, so what if mothers taught the world? Well, of course we know they already do. The person we learn from most in our formative years is mom whether she's teaching us how to share with others, cross the road, or read Cat in a Hat. But why is this relationship so effective? Well, mom's always there. We've got loads of questions to ask as kids. In fact, the average four-year-old asks over 400 of them every single day, and these don't come in neatly sliced 45-minute um, classroom sessions either. And kids get tired, so they like to take breaks. And when they come back, mom's there, full of enthusiasm to meet them. And this enthusiasm is so key to our motivation. 
And mom also knows the value of a disciplined playtime and sleeping schedule, and the value of that for everyone involved. And it's safe at home, and that's because mom makes it safe. I never, I never forget the scolding of my life from my mother. Sam, apologize to your sister and never ever cut off all her hair again with your crocodile scissors. <laughs> my poor mother had to dress my sister up in pink clothes for three months to avoid the inevitable comments that came about how handsome her third son was. <laughs> so, when the relationship between student and teacher moves into one of maternal guidance, or towards that, you know, where there's true concern for the incremental success of that student. That's when the best part of learning from mom kicks in. I say that the best part of learning from your mother is that it's okay to make a mistake, to have the confidence to make a mistake. Because we can do or say silly things in the comfort of our own homes, because, it's, because we feel that the fear is taken out of learning. The challenge, the difficulty remains for sure, but the, but the fear dissipates. And in an ideal learning environment, we'd learn where and how we felt most comfortable, whether that was in our home, in our office, or in our bed, and our teacher would be close by. They'd be available. And it's this level of comfort that helps us stretch ourselves beyond our usual boundaries and perform. That's when we really excel. It's this comfort level that helps us, that, that lets us try new things and make mistakes because that's how we grow. We all have stories of how a parental figure has played a vital role in our development. Shouldn't we have access to similar support as we develop further in this world, as we go to school, as we attend university, as we continue our education. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, said, had this advice to give to the Stanford University graduating class of 2005. He said, stay hungry and stay foolish. We can stay foolish in this type of supported course environment I've described today, where we feel comfortable to make mistakes and try new things, because learning means making mistakes and looking foolish sometimes, whether we're learning how to walk, how to read, or how to do payroll and tax administration. I can't think of a better place to stay hungry and foolish than in the confines of a course supported by someone who truly cares about me. Well, except, of course, for Mom's Kitchen. I thank you.